Hey, yo, you're listening to Edge Coach Quip, featuring our very own edge coaches and community, dropping knowledge nuggets to fuel your day. All right, episode 109. We have arrived. You're probably in the middle of the taper. I'm Coach Robin. I'm Coach Chris. And today we're talking about all things bubble wrap. What? Yeah. Bubble wrap. <laughs> right. Legit. That's what we're talking about. So we're talking today about this concept of bubble wrapping yourself uh, as a protective measure. Not really. I mean, but kind of. Kind of. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, and all the things that you can do in this time period of taper leading up to race day to protect yourself. Right. Because right now you have more time and more energy and more thoughts probably than you've had in three, four months. Right which means you are going to be very tempted to do things maybe a little bit differently. And we, at the end of this episode, really want you to come back with, if you're thinking about doing something different or something new, come back to the word bubble wrap. And then you will have the right answer. So it's kind of a, it is kind of a dangerous situation right now, especially I think as people have more time, but they're also talking to other people and then, you know, or reading things online about the marathon or their race coming up. And I just think it's, such a dangerous situation to kind of uh, skew from the plan that you've been following for this whole time. So uh, what what we want for this quick part is to talk about the choices that you make during this time. The choices that you're making this week and next week matter a lot. And it's funny because a lot of times we are making good decisions, right? When we're mm-hmm. like doing the things that we have been doing, but there are also some, some bad decisions or some neutral decisions that really don't aren't really going to help you have the adaptations that you ideally want to have as you go and, you know, capitalize on all this training and toe the line on race day. But good decisions really is exactly bubble wrap. It's exactly how you should be thinking of them. And then if you bubble wrap yourself enough, you will be able to reap the benefits of all of those hard earned miles, these last 15, 16, 17 weeks that you've laid down. So our quick portion here is nothing new and nothing extra between now and race day. So we've talked about this in our taper episode. Uh, I think we've, we've talked about it probably throughout the course of training. Nothing extra, right? At this point, as you said in last episode, the hay is in the barn, right? So we talked about nothing extra in the last taper episode. Don't try to add miles, to add volume, to make up for missed sessions. Uh, and, and don't try to add on like yoga classes or massages or things like that if you haven't been doing them throughout your training cycle. Um, In fact, you have to remember taper is cutting and there's a formula to it. Go back to our last episode for more information on that. So nothing extra and then nothing new. Nothing new uh, between now and race day and nothing new on race day. So again, like stretching and foam rolling, you'll hear a lot of people talking about how you can focus on mobility more. But Actually, if you haven't been doing those things throughout your training cycle, you don't want to pull something, tweak something in the time leading up. Um, same thing with getting a massage. If you haven't been doing that regularly, you know, don't do that. If you have, then go off. <laughs> Treat yourself. That's great. Uh, you know, vitamins, supplements, things like that. Now is not the time to be experimenting with nutrition, with your supplement schedule, with anything in terms of workouts you know, the real work is done here. So nothing new, nothing extra in this last bit of taper. I love that for a quip. Bubble wrap, nothing new, nothing extra. (laughs) Stay tuned for the bonus miles where you're going to find all the ways that you can rock your bubble wrap to your advantage. (laughs) 
bonus miles talking all things bubble wrap. Before we get started, we should also have a disclaimer that if you hear a bunch of loud noises on this episode or the next episode, we are literally knocking down walls to build out our new annex space just on the other side of this wall right now. So if you hear stuff, that is the sound of progress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use that yet if you are still tapering. All right, first up, undercover recovery. I saw this ad years ago and I always remembered the term. It's not rocket science. It's literally wearing compression gear underneath your, you know, whether it's socks or tights, underneath your regular clothes, or maybe you're wearing them as regular clothes, right? We can wear a cute thing that looks like a legging with a little dress or top on top. Guess what? If that's compression, even better. It does not have to be expensive either. You can go to CVS and buy $10 compression compression socks and they have the same millimeters of mercury or compressive level as the fancy ones that you buy in sporting goods stores. So it does not need to be a super elaborate thing. What the heck do they do, right? I love compression wear. Bottom line, it optimizes your circulatory flow. So especially if we're talking about a sock that goes toe to knee, your heart doesn't have to work as hard to get all of the blood down and then back up. It's helping move the fluids and keep the fluids back up where they need to be, i.e. into your core. So by doing all of that, it can actually focus on repairing your muscles, tendons, and your ligaments instead of trying to move blood around. Yeah, I I think this is a great uh, tip also for the expo day, yep. right? And for the day before the race as well. And I know personally, I feel like such a badass when I have like, this is silly, but I have my compression socks on underneath my regular stuff. And I like know that I'm doing something good for myself as I'm going about my day. Like it just, it reminds me that the goal is, you know, it's, it's right within reach. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it is a nice cue. It also just feels good, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I love traveling with compression socks on, whether I'm um, flying or or driving, because inevitably gravity means that fluids are going to pool low, yeah. and you just tend to feel fresher and more energized. Yeah, and so great tip for anybody who's traveling here, who's not local for Chicago Marathon or traveling to a race in the future when you're listening to this, to use it on your travel days. All right, so next up is to dial back your caffeine and alcohol intake. This one's hard for me. (laughs) When we wrote this one, I was like, ooh, okay, well, there's a little asterisk here, right? Because you're tapering and it... You know, people feel like they're suffering a little bit in the taper because they get the taper tantrums, as you call them, right? And the last thing I want to do is take away all the joy in their life. <laughs> but but, but I will. <laughs> but I will say, okay, cutting back, right? I would say alcohol, absolutely. We know that alcohol disrupts people's sleep cycles, right? And in in this taper time, your job is to recover. Your job is to prioritize sleep to get as much rest and recovery as and quality rest and recovery as you can. So I think that that's a a real uh, pro tip there to dial back the alcohol, save it for that celebration after the race, you know, the week after when you're socializing with all the people you've been putting off (laughs) because you've been training. Both alcohol and caffeine are diuretic. So basically it means that you can lose fluids when you're consuming them. And that's not exactly what you want to be doing during this tapered period as you're leading up to race day. So that's the reason that we mentioned this, but um, reducing the amount of caffeine that you're that you're intaking also can give you a boost on race day because you've tapered it off and then you reintroduce it. Um, you know, of course, you don't want to go nuts with this. We want to make sure that you know you don't overdo it on race day. Uh, more is more in that case, right? Like you don't want to be making constant porta potty stops. So be smart about this. But if you are a regular caffeine user, you can dial it back so that you can get those full benefits. 
Uh, and this is one that you know you have to make a personal decision on. Uh, if you're going to be a monster in taper period, then maybe you know maybe cut it back from three cups to one cup of coffee. <laughs> right, and we have I have an athlete that always commutes for work, and what she does is she normally has like a big thermos. So during taper, she ta- she um, like brings it down so that race week she's drinking about one really small thermos, and then what she finds is that the because she's changed her tolerance level right gradually, not all at once. Again, we right. don't need any caffeine monsters DMing us. Yeah. Um, what she finds then is when she uses her caffeinated nutrition at mile 20, she gets a really big lift, and for her that's that's completely worth it. But I love doing it gradually. I think that's really smart. All right, next up, choose whole foods. Not the supermarket, <laughs> but actually real whole portions of food. So foods in their, we've said this in other episodes as well, right? Foods when in their most whole form, so just not processed, right? So think about baked potato versus potato chip, means that they're going to be not only lower in calories, which is just helpful because it's not unnecessary cons- consumption, but they're going to be higher in nutrients and easier for you to digest. So when you replenish and you're rebuilding, which guaranteed you are at this phase of taper, you means you're going to actually bounce back faster, quite literally, and you're going to feel better, better. So heads up, piggybacking on dialing back caffeine, you might have better available energy eating whole foods and it'll offset some of that caffeine reduction, right? Remember too, that right now is really nothing new at the same time. So now is not the time to be trying giant kale salads, right? I had an athlete (laughs) do this Friday night before a half marathon and they were so excited they were eating healthy and they had a huge salad from sweet greens. Uh, girl love a sweet green too, but no, not the day before, and and it did not end well. Um, or similarly, if you haven't been doing pasta parties the night before, that is not what we, and you haven't been training with them, that is not what we jump into, you know, one or two days before marathon. So that same nothing new goes as well for the foods, whole foods, however you want to process it, uh, before race day. I feel like people might get tripped up on that one because there's something so iconic about the pasta dinner yes. the night before a marathon, right? But again, if you have not been doing this in your training, I know that we are always telling athletes from the very first time that we hit double digits on long runs to be practicing that night before nutrition as part of your long runs, you know, process. Um, but I feel like people are really set on this idea of just going to town, Olive Garden or wherever, <laughs> wherever. <laughs> please don't do that, um, you know, wherever they, they get their pasta or, or doing it socially, yeah. right? like the, the social aspect of that. Uh, this is something that you, you need to be consuming the foods that have been working for you. And I, a nice little hack on that is if you are getting invited to your team's pasta dinner and you really don't want to miss that and you want that to be part of your, you know, social leaning into the marathon by all means do that but just pre-eat pre-eat your own meal before Mm -hmm. and then you can kind of still be present you know it's not on a breadstick or something kind of neutral that you know is okay um, knowing that you've done your own pre-meal that you know works for you all right next up is a pro tip from a nutritionist which is to up your electrolytes so we often are talking about hydrating in the week of Uh, before your marathon, making sure that you're not going in dehydrated. But what a lot of people don't realize is that you need those electrolytes to offset uh, the the hydration, right? To make your body absorb it. So hyponatremia is real and it is when you have more water than electrolytes and your body gets off balance and you know that I've, I mean, I think that it's happened to me actually in the race of not consuming enough electrolytes and ending up in the med tent. Um, 
too much water is a thing actually and so you need to have that so you should be upping those electrolytes you want to maintain that good hydration strategy throughout the week and make sure that you are including electrolytes easy fix extra glass of water pop a noon in it exactly check yep (laughs) next is going to be protect your immune system so we know in general that when we come off of really big pushes like peak, right? Mm -hmm. Not only do we have a little bit of a compromised immune system at the beginning of that taper, but we also have more time, (laughs) which means we're filling it, right? And unfortunately, most urban environments are going through a COVID spike and a flu spike right now because kids are back in school and everybody's convening. So when in doubt, if you're going to be in a high-risk situation or a lot of people around, just put a mask on, right? Don't rely on your body to be able to fight what is actually, you know, a lot of people coming together while you might be immunocompromised. And always, 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 just like the last three and a half years, when in doubt, wash your hands for 20 seconds with warm water and lots and lots of foamy soap. Um, All of those things that we did for so long, just come back to them. We want you to make it to the start line as healthy as possible. And right now, that means you being protective of your immune system as your body works to rebuild. Yeah, and to offset a little bit of the fears that you might have, if you're feeling a little sick right now, know that you have plenty of time before race day. So being sick at the start of race week is not does not mean you're going to have a terrible race. I know personally, fifty percent of my athletes are sick right now. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And and what I, you know, I think the biggest thing is knowing that it can pass and that you can recover. This is it's actually very common for people to feel a little bit sick during taper because of that rest and recovery phase that you're going through. So just have faith that it will bounce back and hopefully by race day, uh, but don't get too in your head and definitely don't Dr. Google. <laughs> yeah, no, don't touch that Google. <laughs> okay, our next tip is to protect your sleep. We talk about it all the time. I'm sure we're gonna do a future episode on sleep. Uh, this is your time to really prioritize your sleep and recovery. Sleep protects your immune system. So to what we just spoke about, you need that sleep to stay healthy and it helps your body rebuild, which is the whole point of your taper period here. So. We also know that the sleep the night before a race is often not as good as we want it to be. Ever. It's never as good. (laughs) Um, And so I always tell my athletes, it's not that night before the race that really is what matters. It's, it's It's two nights before and that kind of week leading up to. You can actually bank a little bit of sleep and let your excitement and adrenaline take you on race day. Remember all that extra time we talked about having? <laughs> Maybe just bank it on going to bed a few minutes early. <laughs> yep, Coach Dermid's tip of five minutes earlier, right? Now is a great time to practice that. But we want you well rested at the starting line, so this is really the time to prioritize that sleep. All right, last but not least, pre-covery. This is a term we made up. Uh, many years ago. <laughs> so it really is a magical thing, though. We know that heading into race day, um, we got, again, more time. We Our thoughts are running wild. And we also maybe don't have as much of our normal routine, which means that our bodies might be holding on to some extra fluids and it might need a little bit of help feeling extra fresh, not to mention mentally fresh. So it's that final flush really to get you race day ready. I tend to love this happening Thursday, Friday, Saturday before a Sunday race. So those are always our busiest days here at Edge. They're also some of my favorite. 
Um, and the idea of pre-recovery really is to remove any extra fluids from travel or final pushes of repair and get you mentally ready. Like everybody's in the same boat freaking out. So why not sit next to someone and have a productive discussion or sit in boots for 60 minutes and read your favorite book and get some of that not only flushed out of your system, but then also being able to have that nice mental reset too. We love here at Edge, of course, contrast pools and boots or compression core, but also, spoiler alert, we're going to have a two-day special, probably announcing the same day as this releases, so please look for that so that you can pre-cover and then recover and really kind of sandwich. But really, anything works, whether that's wearing compression socks like we talked about, legs up the wall, which I love for 10 to 15 minutes beforehand. You could even do that morning of. Massage, if you've been doing that, is another really great way to drain. But think about what is your pre-covery game and rock it. All right, so let's recap these bubble wrap tips. So first off, nothing extra and nothing new. Stick to your plan. Undercover recovery. Use compression as much as you can when it comes to compression garments. Next up, dial back. Not eliminate completely. Not telling you that, but do dial back your caffeine and your alcohol intake in that time before race day. Choose whole foods. So however wholest form you can get it, make sure that you've been using them and you're used to them and focus on those during this final push. Up your electrolytes. So hydrate, 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 and pop a noon tab in there too. Protect your immune system. Chances are you might need a little bit of an assist as your body works to rebuild. So mask up and wash those hands. Protect your sleep. So stick to a sleep and wake time and prioritize those Z's. And last but definitely not least, get your pre-covery in, plan it, and look for that two-pack. All right. Thanks, everyone. Now you know everything there is to know about bubble wrap, and you will be able to answer your own questions. Should I do it? Bubble wrap. (laughs) See you Sunday. Yes, let's go. We'll be right before mile 18. We'll be the lab ones. Look for all the green. Later. Thanks for listening to Coach Quip, original music performed by Mend. Follow us online on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Edge Athlete Lounge. Our podcast lives in the blog section of our website. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and you can check out the show notes for additional ways to contact us. Ready, set, onward we go.